am so tired. <laughs> I am tired. All right. This is Battleground PA. This is Joyce Davis. And it's been a wild night. And we are now taping our Battleground PA podcast. But stay tuned. I'm going to have two analysts who are going to join me in just two seconds. Rajette Harris for the Democrats and Jeffrey Lord for the Republicans. Stay tuned. I will be right back. This is Battleground PA, a pen live podcast discussing the issues that matter to Pennsylvanians and documenting the events in our state that will shape the battle for your vote in the 2020 presidential elections. Okay, I am back and we are taping a podcast as part of Facebook Live. And so I'm encouraging everyone to really join in and have a lively discussion today. Um, if you want to join us and you're uh, on the podcast, please join us by sending an email to topic at battlegroundpa.org or you can check us out right here on Facebook or on Twitter at Battleground PA. So look, all right. Welcome, Jeffrey Lord, for the Republicans. Yay! How are you? Yeah. I'm doing pretty well. All and right. I, and, and Rosette, are you tired like me? I am so tired. <laughs> you are. It was a long night, and it's going to be an even longer day. All right. Okay. You know what, Joyce? Yes, sir. Let me let me start out by congratulating Rosette, who did her job and carried Dauphin County. All right. Thank you. All Thank right. you. You know, both of you guys are hard workers, but I'm going to throw something out here at the very beginning, and we're just going to see whoever answers first is fine. Uh, That'll be it. But who's going to win? Us. (laughs) (laughs) You mean all of us? Well, that's a good... Americans will win. That's a... Oh, Jeffrey, you did it. That's a great way to start. There's something to be said for being up all night. (laughs) (laughs) I see see even the young whippersnapper here didn't jump in and say, Biden, Biden, right? All right. That's all right. So let's delve into it, guys. Look, oh, this is really going to be drug out, it seems, for several days. But where do things stand now and how do you really feel? Why don't we start with you, Jeffrey? Um, The president was not repudiated, but he was not completely embraced either. So what what are are your thoughts? Well, I think to start at home first, um, I think it's pretty clear. I mean, as I'm looking at the numbers, he's ahead by 675,000 votes. And remembering that much was made of the fact that his margin four years ago was 44,000 votes. That's a lot. And I don't think uh, it's going to be. Of course, there were more voters. Of course, there were more voters this time. A lot more voters. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, that's that's a lot to overcome. That said, you know, I'm always wary of uh, <clears throat> Philadelphia. Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, I've seen one video out there already of a poll watcher being denied access and all of this kind of thing. Um so, you know, you got to be careful. I, I actually think that this is coming down to Michigan and Wisconsin yeah. and uh, possibly possibly Georgia. I thought Georgia was pretty well, pretty well done, but certainly Michigan and Wisconsin. Right. And right. Uh, it looks like, well, let, let's bring Rajetta here because she's about <laughs> she's going to interrupt us shortly. If she does it. Rajette, how are you feeling for the Democrats? Well, first of all, from the very beginning, I said this would be a close race. Um, we do know <clears throat> that there are, were some within the Democrat Party that expected this to be a landslide, a blowout. But we know that this country is divided. And we even saw that with the early exit polls, where those who voted for Biden stated that uh, racial inequality and the coronavirus were a little bit higher up. 
um, with their issues. But with uh, those who voted for Trump, it was the economy. But what's interesting is neither side said that the coronavirus was the number one top issue. Hmm. They both had a different number one top issue in that sense. Yeah. Um, also, as far as, as far as you could argue the economy is the coronavirus, but go ahead. <laughs> well, right but again, you know, it's not about what the analysts say. Um, it's about what the voters think and feel. And they obviously showed that on election day uh, regarding <laughs> Pennsylvania. Um, I will admit there's a huge, a big gap right now, but a lot of the more democratic centers, um, have not counted their votes yet, or at least not a large portion of them. So we have to wait for them to come in. Now, I'm not saying Biden's definitely going to win Pennsylvania, um, but I will say that when you look at the states that are left, and right now uh, Biden is ahead in Wisconsin, and I believe he's ahead in uh, Michigan. I was trying to check that out before we came on the on the podcast. There's still a path for Biden to win without Pennsylvania. I do not see a path uh, for uh Donald Trump to win without Pennsylvania. One and of the I other just, notable And I do things. want to thank you real quickly, Jeffrey, on um, Dauphin County, uh, because I had a couple of arguments about this uh, with a few people, but we did do our part, and each county needs to do their part. Some people say, well, what does it matter if all the other parts are red? But each vote adds up to that total for that for that candidate. So yes. I'm glad you, you understand that. <laughs> <laughs> I do. You know, and a couple of things. One, it's it's notable to me looking at the map, the county map. Uh, Hillary Clinton carried 11 counties the last mm -hmm. time. Donald um, Joe Biden has carried only six this time as I as I look at this. But the other thing that I find very interesting that I felt certain would happen if Trump carried Pennsylvania by a, a good margin. I, I think, Joyce, and maybe you can correct me if I'm wrong, that uh, Republicans have elected a new attorney general, a, a new state treasurer, a new auditor general. Um, Scott Perry has won and the legislatures have won. Legislators have won, which is the what what I call the you know down ballot phenomenon. When you have somebody at the top of the ticket who's popular, that that carries down to well, other offices. Well, we have to wait for the votes to yeah. be counted. Uh, we can't claim, no one can claim victory in Pennsylvania right now. Um, <clears throat> regarding the congressional race right now, yes, Scott Perry is ahead of Eugene D. Pasquale. However, remember, uh, Dauphin County votes for the most part are in outside of military ballots, uh, provisional ballots, and whatever comes in these next few days. Cumberland County didn't even begin to, to count their mail-in ballots until today which is part of that district and York is still counting. So we have to wait for every count to every vote that's, to be counted before we start I'm declaring victory. From, that's the information I'm getting from our notes from it. Hold your horses, Joyce. We just got to wait till everything gets in. Right. So. Now with Dauphin County though, um, and I've, I've been trying to explain this to the other people as well. You have to do, you do have to look at the entire district makeup, but Eugene D. Pasquale uh, did win Dauphin County. Mm. And when you look at the state Senate race, George Scott also won Dauphin County. The question is, What's going to happen for George Scott in Perry County and for Eugene and New York in Cumberland County? Rochette, you really have been working hard. But listen, Sandra Carter wants to know how many votes are still uncounted. Now, Sandra, I'm not sure if you're talking about how many in Pennsylvania are still uncounted or how many across the nation, but we're going to say Pennsylvania. How many? I've heard that Philadelphia still has a slew of votes. Still yes. Counted, right. 
Uh, is it over? Over a million. Over, over a million? million votes. That's why I said we have to hold off right now. Yeah. Okay. All right. So um, let, let, we've got four things we really have to talk. We have to talk about the president, but we have to talk about the Senate and, and Congress. We've got to talk about our local elections a little bit more. What what were the surprises there? And guys, we got to talk about these polls. I mean, I'm giving up. <laughs> I'm completely giving up a voice, but let's start with the president again. And uh, Jeffrey, the president declared victory in the morning. What was that about? Declaring victory. But <laughs> come on. Um, and, and now you're, I'm sure you don't agree that uh, we shouldn't count the rest of the votes coming in, right? Well, no. But see, here's the problem, and we could see this coming. If if votes are being manufactured and manipulated, that is a problem. But what gives um, that, I guess what, what gives us that impression that that's happening? We have very reputable uh, uh, election officials here. What gives the impression that that's well, um, uh, something going on? I'm not so sure that we do. I mean, we, remember, we but did have a... Uh, we, the question is, what? where's the proof? Is there anything that, that we can show that really is the problem, Jeffrey? No. Well, I don't know. What, this is what we're going to find <laughs> out. But, uh, you know, let's just remember, we had an election official in Philadelphia who was indicted for manipulating the vote. And I think it was in a Democratic primary. Uh, so that, uh, there was a Democratic well, election when judge. And when? when? Yeah. When last it? year, I think. Okay. We're talking about this year, right? now. <laughs> well, well, yeah, yeah but on? Philadelphia has had these problems before. Okay. Uh, so, right. you know, we have to be very, very careful. Uh, well, here's about the question for yeah, but you know what? Can I just uh, ch chime in real quick? You yeah. know, we have to be careful with conspiracy theories. For example, Dauphin County, even though we went blue um, countywide, um, we're run by Republicans. It's a Republican county as far as our county officials. It's interesting how the city of Harrisburg is where the voting machines didn't work in the morning. So, you know, as a Democrat, I can have a conspiracy theory that that was done on purpose uh, for people not being able to vote before they went to work and maybe wouldn't have time to come back. So, you know, we have to be careful when we start throwing out these little conspiracy theories. The point is, there's nine counties in this state that decided to wait until today to start counting the votes. So until these votes are all counted, we really can't say anything. We knew that Donald Trump would be ahead with in-person voting because more Democrats voted by mail. So let's wait until all of those votes are counted. So that's the key. Uh, we expected that the walk-in votes, the actual polling, like you, Jeffrey, you went to the polls and I voted ahead of time. So that would be skewered more toward the Republicans. But the votes coming in now are likely to be more skewered toward the Democrats. But let's answer hey, Nikki's question, not Nikki Haley, but Nikki's question. Do we have a prospective winner, Rajette? In Pennsylvania? Anywhere. I'm the, she just asked. Oh, um, I think I do think it's going to be close, but I do think that uh, Vice President Joe Biden is going to squeak it out only because he is ahead right now in Wisconsin and Michigan. Um, and I, 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 I do think he's going to squeak it out, but it's going to be very, very, very close. Jeffrey, I know you have another opinion. Well, I, I think just the, the reverse. But I mean, I, I, I will say I think anything can happen at this yes. point. Yes. Yes. Anything. And that's why, I mean, obviously we're familiar with our own state. I have no idea about the innards, as it were, of uh, Michigan and Wisconsin. Uh, I am sure that uh, both parties are on the spot, on the job, uh, watching their vote counts. And, and if they've got uh, corruption problems, they're they're looking at those and 
you know, it, yeah. it is going to be what it is and they really have to pay attention. And I'm sure they are. Right. Well, well what happened to president too, is I believe Arizona is the only state currently um, that he has lost that he won last time. Mm. And the president that doesn't have the opportunity to lose too many states that he won last time. It's just a, a less of a path for him to win. Well, Joyce is telling us just then Biden takes the lead in a tight Michigan race. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Joyce. You'd make a good reporter for us. Uh, but Barbara <laughs> is wondering why are we not, why are votes not being counted? Uh, as far as I know, at this point, votes are being counted. That's what they're doing right now. Correct, guys? Yeah. That's, uh, that's my understanding. understanding. Yes. yes. So, so don't worry about that. At least at this point, that's what they're doing. They were up till midnight or lo longer last night, and they're they're uh, counting all day today. And Nikki is saying they need to count the mail-in ballots. So yes, that's what we're. That's exactly the point, Nikki. They need to count the mail-in ballots. But guys, we know that we've got the president, and we know that we're watching to see what happens there. But let's move on to talk a little bit about the Senate. Rajette, you were supposed to take the Senate, right? What's happening? We wanted to take the Senate, okay. um, but again, we had some very close races. Um, it, we did uh, take a seat in Colorado. Uh, we lost our seat in um, Alabama, and I believe Mark Kelly won in Arizona. Um, so I believe we're going to have some gains in the Senate, but it doesn't look like we're going to be able to overtake it based on right now. Jeffrey, you're feeling good about the Senate, huh? Yes, yes. Particularly Although the return of... To, right? It seems like you still lost to, right? From what I've seen. Th that we that we what? That there were two seats that apparently have been taken from what I saw in the latest, right? I mean, you're still in control, but you've lost. The yeah, we lost in right. uh, Colorado, Colorado, right? And uh, I think one other, uh, right. one other place, but we gained as well. Uh, uh, Mr. Tuberville uh, defeated Democratic Senator Doug Jones in Alabama, yeah. and uh, uh, there may be another one in there. But the point is, Mitch McConnell is still going to be majority leader of the Senate. Lindsey Graham is still going to be chairman of the Senate Judiciary Committee. And uh, that's very. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> not like that at all. <laughs> that's, uh, that's very good. All right. Look, Kaylee is asking a question. Kayla uh, is that, Ben, help me understand why with only 84 percent of votes count in Arizona, they called it for Biden. Explain that. That's a good question, Kayla. Uh, I don't know the answer to it. Um, you know, you should wait until you get the, I, you know, I, I will say this, that the, what they do, they, meaning the people who make these calls, they look at where the votes are still out. Right. And if, it, for example, and I, I don't know this to be the case, but if, for example, in Arizona, they're still out from a heavily Democratic area, you can more or less assume that they will be cast for Joe Biden. Uh, if it were the reverse, you know, you would have to take that into account. Right. Now, Amanda is saying um, she's so she's t explaining to Barbara because uh, because Barbara was asking why are votes not being counted. And Amanda is saying it takes time. There are only so many poll workers and millions of votes, many of which have not even arrived yet because the post office is so delayed. Right. I thank you for bringing that up, Amanda. OK, what's going on with the post office? She's right. We, uh, two questions I want to throw out at you guys. How long do you think this is going to take, really? Is it going to take till the end of the... I mean, we're expect to know what's going to happen in Pennsylvania by the end of the week, right? But, yeah, I'm thinking Friday. You're yes. thinking Friday. So you both agree Friday, Friday midnight, Friday noon. What, 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 what time and and Joyce, that, let me clarify. When I say Friday, I mean in terms of 
the perception that votes have been counted, I'm not talking about any legal challenges, which, you know, which jingle bells and all of that. <laughs> it's going to have to be later on Friday because remember the Supreme Court is allowing people who mailed their ballots um, by yesterday three days to come in. So we have 72 hours to see what ballots still come into the counties to be counted. Mm -hmm. And I'm sure that deadline is probably around five o'clock when those offices close. Plus we have provisional ballots to be counted. We still have the military ballots, which was already uh, legal in Pennsylvania. We have to give them an extra time to come in as well. Yeah, that's November 10th. I thought the, the military stuff is not, uh, ballots aren't coming in until much later, right? It's about a week. If I'm thinking correctly, they have an extra week to come in. Right? The president wants us to count those, right, Jeffrey? And what's say again, Joyce? The military ballots, they're coming in later. He does want Well, generally they do. I, yes. I believe that's correct. Right. They have a week to come in because it's from overseas. <clears throat> no, the so, reason is because he, there were some reports that the president was saying that we ought to stop counting now. Um, and that's that has me a little bit confused because I know he wants to have the military counted, right? Sure, sure. I, I mean, he he's, he is concerned, as am I, about voter fraud. I mean, that's the, that's the concern. Well, look, you uh, know what's interesting, though, when you see how close this election was, if the president would have just worn a mask and would have taken, in my opinion, the COVID-19 a little bit more more seriously and more importantly, kept his mouth shut. Um, I, I don't think we would have had such a tight race. It seems like there are more Americans that I personally would like that actually like his policies and the way he has governed for things to be uh, this close. Well, so Ron, I think we have seen that. Right. Ron is a uh, Sandra. Ron Beck was, uh, I don't know, just wondering how many are being filled out now for Biden to win. Well, I'm, I'm hoping you're not saying that you're thinking there's voter fraud going on because that's what, you know, we're trying to make sure people know our, our state officials have assured us that things are being handled quite reputably. So, um, but uh, let's see. I did well, to and you know what, too? I think we need to also educate our listeners and watchers that it's not the state, even though the state is Democrat with Governor Wolf. They're not the ones that count the votes. It's done by each individual county. And most of the 67 counties in Pennsylvania are run by Republicans. Dauphin County is one of them. Uh, Jeff, you live in Cumberland County. They're run by Republicans. Um, so and I'm not saying that the Republican Party are doing fraud either, but I think I don't think people understand how the votes are counted in that sense. The counties count the votes and they submit their numbers to the Department of State, which display them for all of us to have. So right. I just think that's important to to point out to people. You agree with that, right, Jeffrey? Well, yeah, it's local control as it should be. Yes. yes. And and I was going to I was trying to find an, a letter to the editor or, or an op-ed that we published from them pointing out that that just what uh, Rajet has said and assuring them that the people who are doing this who are in charge are utterly responsible people that, that I think one is John Pfizer who is really well known and respected in our region who's in charge of that so our local officials i think we have no reason to doubt them but what about the post office jeffrey remember there was some uh, order that they had to sweep it but they didn't sweep it on time and so there could be uh, ballots that are not uh, turned in what's going on with that do you know yeah i don't know uh, but it's been a source of concern uh, when we see you know stories from around the country that uh, boxes of uh, ballots, you know, in mail situations have w wound up in a ditch in Wisconsin or 
here or there, someplace that they definitely should not be uh, because some errant postal worker with bad intentions is doing something. That's that's a source of concern for sure. So, uh, uh, Rajat, did you want to comment on that? Do you have concerns about the post office not getting all of the ballots in? I've always had concerns about that. That's why, um, you know, in Dauphin County, we encourage people, if possible, to actually drop their ballots off, especially after pretty much the beginning, first week of October. We encourage people to drop it off themselves for that reason, to make sure that, you know, their vote counted. But it's definitely something that needs to be investigated and looked at in the future since Pennsylvania is going to, for the, for the future, have mail-in and ballot voting. All right. Now, the other question that I wanted to, let me just see if we have some here. Uh, well, Kayla is saying every vote uh, should be counted uh, and no state should be called until all votes are counted. Again, I, I guess in these states, they simply know or have a, the majority of them in so that they can make a call uh, with assurances. So um, I'm glad in Pennsylvania we're not doing that, that right. we are counting the votes and we're waiting to see. And it, it's, it's difficult. You know, people want the results. And, you know, um, in my position as a county chair, people are already looking for someone to blame. And, right. you know. We have to wait for the votes to come in before we do any type of dissecting or it's the candidate, it's the party, it's this person, it's that person, it's news media, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> we do this, have to wait for the votes age, to come in. In this day and age of computers, I mean, and this has been true for a very long time since computers, you know, came into their own. Uh, all you have to do is just turn on any network on an election yeah. night and they'll say, uh, you know, like Kentucky is projected to go for Trump and there's only 40% of the votes counted, yes. you know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> well, they didn't do that this time. They were much more cautious, I mean, from what I could see. But Leslie, Jeffrey, she's asking you, so Republicans are ahead in Pennsylvania. Are you saying that the Republicans are manipulating the vote? The vote, I guess you want. What are you saying? Were you alleging that there's some uh, vote manipulation here? No, were, no, I I, I, I'm just saying count the votes and see what's what's up. Um, and it just seems to me at the moment, Republicans are ahead. I mean, I mean, it's a fact, I think. I mean, I did the math on this. It's some 675,000 votes uh, for Trump, by which he's beating Joe Biden. So. Right, right. So so look, look at this. I mean, you you guys raised the issue. This is the other thing people are worried about before we go on to the Congress, too. They're worried about even it, once we get the vote, is it still going to be, as you say, all the legal issues? So team of ICE members and lawyers are headed to Arizona and Michigan for Trump right now. Is well, the president did mention in his uh, speech, well, I, I can't say last night, it was, <laughs> it was more than early this morning, um, but he has been saying for the past month or so uh, that he had his team of lawyers ready. And I do think because some of these states are as close as they are, we are going to see some legal challenge challenges. Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that's pretty certain. But uh, so how long do you think this could take? <laughs> I mean, there is a cutoff. It has to happen before January something, right, Jeffrey? <laughs> yeah, January 20th is the, uh, is the idea. Um, <laughs> we got but, it, uh, right? How long did 2000 I, take? Do you either? Do you remember, Jeffrey? How long did the 2000 long take? Yeah, it was December. 
it was, was December. December. Okay. Yes. I'm going to take some. And there's a qualitative difference between that one and this one in the sense that uh, remember the. <laughs> I still laugh when I think of this. The, the episode of the hanging Chad. Oh, yeah. uh, what they were trying to do was discern the intent of the voters who'd use this, uh, you know, punch direct, you know, punch mail ballot or not mail ballot, this punch ballot type thing. So there's a difference between trying to figure out what, you know, how the ballot has been punched and what was the intent of the voter. There's a difference between that and this, which is just simply uh, count the ballots and how many and, you know, that kind of thing. It's not about a voter's intent. But see, there were some issues, I think, in Harrisburg, because I saw someone had posted on the Concern uh, Citizens of Harrisburg Facebook page that they went and the machines weren't working and they were told to put their ballots in a red box. And Don is saying, how do we know if we are uh, got votes or if our votes are counted, if we had to put them in a slot because the machine, I guess, was broken. This woman said she had to put it in a red box because the machine was voted. So there are some concerns, I guess, along those lines from some people. But uh, you know, one of the choice, one yeah. of the interesting things I heard from uh, a couple people who live in Dauphin County was that um, they were voting in what today is sort of the old fashioned way, where the, they were given a pencil. <laughs> and and the little yellow or the little oval next yeah. to the name and and you right. would color it in that they were doing that instead of using a voting machine. Right. Yes. Uh, remember, Dauphin. Well, the whole state has new voting machines this year, but Dauphin County does as well. I actually surrendered my uh, mail-in vote so I could vote at the polls. But yes, they gave you a paper ballot. Um, they had pens or what there. You did have to circle in your vote, and then you just stuck it in the machine and it. It sucked it in and computed your vote. So uh, this is the first year Dauphin County used new machines. Um, my understanding is part of the change was they wanted a paper trail in case there was a question of account. Ah, if something did happen to a machine, they would have the paper copy to be able to justify the voting totals. Okay, well, look, guys, we're going to come back to this. I'm going to, since we're taping a podcast here, I'm going to have to take a little bit of a break. Hang in there. Two seconds. Take our break. Okay, the break is taken, but I want I want to say I'm so happy to see that we have Nikki here, and she says thank you. I am praying for Trump to win. Nikki, it's great to have you here. And Joyce is saying uh, just the opposite. She prays that Biden wins. So we have both sides represented here. And thank you both for being here and being so courteous in your comments as well. Even though you're on different sides of this and I know your passions are high, you're finding a way to model the right behavior. So thank you for that. Now, guys, are you at all worried that if we have no changes at all once again in the Senate and we may have a Democratic president or that we're just going to have gridlock again, Jeffrey? Well, yeah, but, uh, you know, in fairness to the founding fathers, that was the intention. Uh, they had uh, had enough of King George and ultimate power in one person, so they dispersed it. And the whole idea was it should be hard to get things done. And so they deliberately set it up this way, and I think that is the right way to do it. Uh -huh. Uh -huh. I will be interested if Joe Biden wins, let me let me uh, 
Let me... you dare even contemplate that. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> well, if he wins, let's just remember that when President Trump won, the move to impeach him began immediately. Uh-huh. Uh, so, so my question is, will there be a move to impeach President Biden or That's have a special right. prosecutor and all of this kind of thing? Those are words that should not be said, right, Rochette? <laughs> We're going well, there already. Not even you know, yet. What I think is interesting, and uh, to answer your question, it's it's yes. Um, <laughs> if Joe Biden wins and Mitch McConnell stays majority leader, which looks like it's going to happen, um, you know, unfortunately, there is going to be a standstill. That's why you saw Democrats, uh, such as me, promote the U.S. Senate, along with the presidency, and you had candidates uh, such as Jamie Harrison in South Carolina, and I forgot her name, but the woman who ran against uh, Mitch McConnell in Kentucky spent over, uh, it's amazing the money that these candidates run, uh, raised, uh, over $100 million for these yeah. races. You know, it also goes to show it takes more than just money to win in some of these states. You and you know, w- one of the things in that South Carolina race, and I, and I think this was a mistake in the Texas race with Ted Cruz a couple of years ago and Beto O'Rourke. Um, people out in Hollywood who are very liberal and very rich send their checks flowing to candidates in states like this. And I don't think they understand that it backfires, that you get a lot of South Carolinians or Texans who say, hey, you, you elect your people in California, leave my state alone. Mm-hmm. Uh, stop, stop trying to buy my senator. Uh, I think it backfires and it's, you know, you're better off if you're a candidate in, in, in a state raising your money in state than doing it outside of the state. But, you know, you have to look at the makeup of that state too. And a lot of, I'm not saying everyone, but some people don't understand that. For instance, Dauphin County, we have rural, suburban and um, urban areas. I know we're going to get to Congress um, sooner or later, but just because a candidate might win Dauphin County, you still have to look at those other counties or other areas. And as we all know, the Supreme Court changed the congressional lines two years ago because of the gerrymandering of them to try to make them more fair. And a lot of our <laughs> well, maybe a not. lot of a lot of our state and house seats are gerrymandered. Now, I'm not saying that's a Republican or a Democrat thing. Let's be honest, that's an incumbent thing. Mm. Incumbents want to keep their seats so they draw lines that benefit benefit them so there isn't as much competition um so you know these challengers are really up uh, uphill battle to beat these incumbents regardless of the party of that incumbent now diane is asking a question i don't know if either of you can comment what about the counties that let mail-in voters fix their ballots do you know anything about that fixing ballots i i yeah i did read something i I did read something I, I did read something about it. I'm not sure that I totally understand it, but if if there's a ballot that's in and it's not appropriately, you know, signed or what have you, that they were going to give voters a chance to, quote unquote, fix them. So, yeah, I, I would be real wa- uh, wary of that myself. Well, Angela is raising a question. She, she says major corruption is happening in Pennsylvania. She says, yesterday I went to vote to find out my name was not on the list. After investigating with the poll people, my last name was changed, making it so that I could not vote. Someone from the inside changed my name, let's see, last name and requested a mail-in ballot. I have the proof. So wow. 
you should report all of this. That's why there are elections. Do you guys, can you tell her where to report this? I would go to the attorney general's office, give them a call right now. Um, if it's major, it's more than just you. It's one person is not major, but if this is happening a lot, they should know about it. Am yeah, I I'd, I'd start with the district attorney. And I wouldn't rule out the attorney general, but I just start locally since it's a I mean, if, if she's in Dauphin County, that's where the problem. Occurred. Uh, so. Well, yeah, and, and they should have allowed her to vote by provisional ballot yesterday. I hope they yes. did. Um, <clears throat> she should have been able to vote provisional ballot. What I would have done was went to my county um, elections office. Too, and I've gotten that fixed right away. Um, so I hope she voted provisionally, provisionally, so, so that she, she was able. To I was able to vote, but nothing the way it should have been. So you were okay. able to vote, okay? But it was just a hiccup. You know, I will tell you though, these are extraordinary times. So I would expect with the pandemic and with everything that they are, and with the number of voters that. I mean, overwhelming number of voters that were happening. You do expect some hiccups. But if you were able to vote, that was the main thing. But let's now move on and talk about the congressional race. What are your thoughts with that? Rajette, you wanted to go there. So tell us what you're thinking. Well, I mean, the Democrats are going to hold Congress. Uh, that's a definite. Um, here in Pennsylvania, um, it's going to be interesting to see. There are, uh, were a lot of competitive races in the state. Um, here in the mid-states, um, all three of us are in the 10th Congressional District. Um, it's going to be interesting to see what happens in that race now that Cumberland County is starting their count ballots and as work comes in. Um, but, you know, you had mentioned the polls earlier. If you look at the polls, at least with the congressional races, when you look at the 10th, they are always within the margin of error. So uh, the polls in that race were actually accurate because that race is, seems to be close and we're still waiting for those uh, those votes to come in. Um, that's why I always say, too, you know, we can be encouraged by the polls, but people who, who live by them, um, it's just a mistake. We'll die a mistake by to do so. Yes, <laughs> that's right. Um, uh, well, we're going to get to the polls because I, I do think there there are some concerns now that perhaps they weren't. They once again were inaccurate. But uh, Amy, I, I'm surprised you said Democrats are rigging this. I don't know why. I have seen hundreds of people say, you personally have seen hundreds of people say they went to vote and were denied because it's submitted via mail, which they didn't. So Amy, the question is, are they reporting this? If there are hundreds of people, you need to not put it here, but definitely report it. Make sure that that election officials have that. Rajet, do you want to comment? Are you guys rigging the, the election? No. Um, there were some issues yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> Rajet is going, Rajet's going to look the camera in the eye and say, oh, yes, absolutely. We're rigging the election. <laughs> I've got right. a bunch of ballots right here in my living room. <laughs> I mean, there were issues yesterday. I'm not going to say there weren't any issues at all with voters. Right. And um, there were issues. I know uh, I received calls from Democrats who were denied the right to vote. Uh, you were supposed to be able to surrender your mail-in ballot to be able to vote at the polls. I know Democrat voters that were denied that by the judge of election. Um, that's why I just think we have to be careful when we talk about conspiracy. There are a lot of new. This year was just new. There are a lot of new tools, a new way of voting, and maybe some of the poll workers weren't trained well enough to know that, that they denied some individuals to vote. I just hope people made phone calls and took care of that yesterday. Not not today, so they were able to vote. Jeffrey, you want to comment on that? Do you think Rajet's rigging the election? 
Uh, you no. thought I raked my patio, my no, patio no. contest. I, I just was the thought that somebody would be accused of, and they say, yeah, yeah, of course, that, that's exactly what I've been doing. Um, <laughs> you know, I think Trump would, honestly. I think he's the one person <laughs> that would admit to it. No, I don't think so. Like, yeah, I rigged them. <laughs> but we have, had, we have had problems, so, uh, yes. it, you know, that's, uh, I don't know why, but Pennsylvania always seems to have problems. I mean, as I think I, I may have said, decades ago when i was working in the ford dole campaign against jimmy carter in pennsylvania one of the first things i learned when i got to my new office was that the republican state committee had a fleet of small fleet of lawyers who were you know looking for the way things were going to be done in philadelphia to protect the ford campaign i mean this has presumably gone on forever and a day and i might add to be bipartisan about it when Philadelphia was under Republican control back in the 30s and 40s, I'm not sure everything was on the up and up then either. Oh, boy. So Republican or Democrat, there's some skullduggery going on. But, Brian, I, I, I want to explain to Brian what we're talking about here, because he says any vote in PA that can't be verified as mail before November 3rd and the signature doesn't match should be excluded. We knew Election Day was what it was. You wait until the last minute to bed. I think he's right about that. But yes. the thing is, is that we are going to be getting them in, especially from our military, uh, long after November 3rd, probably as late as November 10th. And we don't want to exclude those that, because of the mail problems, may arrive late, but were mailed on time. Is that correct, Jeffrey? Yeah. I mean, the military should be a, an issue in and of itself and separate. And uh, I frankly don't know how they do it. I mean, I if you're stationed somewhere around the world, I don't think you just drop it in a post office box. I, I'm suspecting no, that the they, military, the yeah. military takes care of it, that you put it in a certain place and the military itself transports the votes to to the United States. And, and, and But they arrive later. They arrive. Go ahead. Right. We let's differentiate though between military and say a regular voter like one of the three of us. Good. Uh, the military has until the tenth; they have an extra week for their ballots to come in. Any other voter, the the court ruled they only we only have seventy two hours. So if that's postmarked by yesterday the third, they only have until the sixth, which is this Friday, for them to come in. So any ballots that come in after Friday, if you're not military, will not be counted. I just and think I would need uh... to be clear with. I just think we need to be clear with that. Absolutely. I would repeat, uh, I, I I don't like the mail-in ballot situation. I just think that that is asking for trouble. And I really do think they should make Election Day a national holiday. And now you and I agree with that, yes. I agree it with that. It should be a national holiday, yes. But I will always vote by mail. If I have that option, that's what I'm going to do. And then get the email saying we received your vote. I think that's, I didn't have to stand in that line for one second. I thought it was great. That's for me. I don't think I should be denied a valid way to vote. So Bill is saying, I hope people are happy with the way we are destroying our election process. Russia, China, and Iran are laughing at us. Well, do we really think that this time that there's been a lot of interview? I mean, are we getting a sense that this is, they really are having any influence, uh, uh, Jeffrey? Well, I think they are interfering. I mean, I think I saw something the other week and it was just those three countries. Exactly. Yes. Uh, and and let, let's face it. Uh, this is the United States of America. We have enemies in the world, no matter who was the president of the United States. And, uh, you know, when when I was working for Ronald Reagan, Iran was targeting uh, Jimmy Carter. Uh, you know, they couldn't stand him uh, and they couldn't stand Ronald Reagan either. 
So, uh, yeah, we're always going to be uh, targeted. And in this day and age with computers and high tech, uh, there's all sorts of incredible ways to do this. And I'm sure they're trying. Okay. Amanda is saying with Trump, the president, up by more than 10% in PA, do you really think the remaining votes will be able to swing us blue, Rajette? I mean, stranger things have happened. Uh, yes, I do. Remember, we still have three days for ballots to come in. And it's 1.4 million voters that are still out there, correct? I mean, that's my at, at least, at least. So, yes, it is a poss- It is a possibility. Now, I'm right. not going to sit here and say that Joe Biden is, is definitely winning Pennsylvania. Of course not. Um, and from the very beginning, I thought it would be close. But I do think that we owe it to count those votes before we call Pennsylvania. Well, and this is what. And remember, those votes also don't just affect the presidency. It affects our statewide uh, row office candidates. It affects our congressional races. And we didn't even get to the state uh, Senate and House legislatures. Well, let's, uh, let's get to it seat, now. So. After Sandra says he is ahead by 600,000, they say they got over a million mail-in account. Yes, that's exactly what we're saying. There are, there are more than a million, almost 1.4 million from what I understand, votes that have are mail-in that have yet to be counted. And that at least the pundits, like these guys say, they're they're leaning more democratic when they mail it in. So, well, most of them are from Philadelphia, and Philadelphia is a democratic city. Right. So, you know that bodes well for uh, Joe Biden. But again, I'm not going to make any predictions until All right. the, the votes are counted. Exactly. Let's move into talk. You want to talk about the local races a little bit? How are things looking there, Rajat? Um, you know, on a democratic level, unfortunately not good. I mean, we needed five seats to take control of the state Senate. That doesn't seem to going to happen. Uh, we need nine seats for the state house. That doesn't seem to happen, you know, here in Dauphin County. And again, this is why I brought up the gerrymandering of the districts. Dauphin County went blue for our, our higher level races, but unfortunately our state house candidates uh, lost, um, those seats, um, Two of the three of them were all Dauphin County, one of which um, had part of Dauphin County and part of Lebanon County. Lebanon County is a Republican county. So that's why I like to caution people to look at the entire district that that particular candidate is is running in. And Central PA, outside of Dauphin County, South Central PA is red. You know, Dauphin County, we are always the only county that has the opportunity to go blue. And that's not every year. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so, you know, we have to look at the makeup of, of these seats. Right, right. We are blessed in the Republican Party to have a lot of good candidates. Uh, you know, I, I've spent time with uh, Greg Rothman and, and, and Mike Regan and John DeSanto. I, I mean, you know, they know what they're doing. They're good at it and they win. And, and uh, at least as I look, win fairly, fairly substantially. Mm-hmm. To be fair, though, and I'm not saying your candidates, I'm not going to get into who's good and who's bad, but there's two two problems. Number one, getting rid of the straight party ballot did hurt the Democrat Party. Republicans, and this I'm speaking in generalities here, are more likely to vote down ballot than Democratic uh, candidates are. Even when you look at the numbers that have come in, as you get lower with the races, there's drop down in the number of votes, at least on the uh, uh on, you, you just see that drop down level. And number two, again, you know, we have to look at the area. We're not a country that votes by individual. Um, I, I personally wish we did vote by the individual, but we do vote by party. So if you have a county 
that is all Republican and the registration edge is maybe two to one Republican, that Republican has is, is, is just going to win. So I give credit to anyone. And that's the same thing as a Republican who might run in the city, uh, in the city of Philadelphia. So I, I really give credit to candidates who run against a Greg Rothman, for instance, Nicole Miller, who ran against uh, Greg Rothman. She was a great candidate, too. But that is a hard area for a Democrat to win, any Democrat. That's just a hard, I, Bill Clinton would have had trouble in that area. <laughs> it's just a hard area if you have a D next to your name to win. So let me it, ask it you just guys, is what in it is. the local elections, were there any surprises or were things about as you expected? Were there any surprises, Jeffrey? No, I, no, I didn't see any. How about you, Rajad? Was there anything that happened locally in the local election that you thought, whoa, this this is a sign of something? Um, I'm I'm waiting to see what happens with our state Senate race with George Scott. Um, last time I checked, all the votes weren't in I'm from Perry County, even though he won Dauphin by a nice amount. And again, the congressional race with uh, Eugene DePasquale, because when he ran for Auditor General four years ago, he actually won this congressional district. Mm-hmm. So the hope was that he could recreate that this year. Okay. Um, obviously, we had more voters on both sides come out this year. Um, so we'll have to see what happens in that race. So I'm going to hold off on answering that until I see more numbers. That come. I mean, have any races actually been called locally that that you know this is going to be the case? Um, state house race. Some of the state house races have um, if they're within, you know, one county and that county has finished counting their ballots outside of the ballots we spoke about from Friday. OK. All right. All right. So. We've, we've now, I think, talked about the president. We've talked about the Senate and the Congress. We've talked about local elections. Let's now end it on the poll. Can I just say one thing yep. real quickly? Yep. I am looking forward to redistricting next year. Okay. I am looking forward to that. The census is complete. We have redistricting next year. If we can get some better drawn uh, uh, districts that are more fair, um, that let me put it this way, more competitive. Mm-hmm. Um, more democratic is what she means <laughs> well again in this part of the state that's difficult to do to be fair um, voter registrations are leaning more independent though so I think that's positive that even though if someone doesn't recognize themselves as a democrat as an independent maybe they'll be open to our policy to the policies um, but the way the districts are drawn now they're drawn to keep the current incumbents in office we uh, need can... new competitive lines to be competitive I can I can give you one anecdote on this. I when I was in college, this is 1972. I wanted to run <laughs> for a uh, delegate seat to the Republican National Convention, but the district had not been decided. So, little eager beaver that I was, I contacted my state senator, then Senator George Wade, who's now a bridge, <laughs> and uh, I was invited up to uh, the Senate to watch. Well, Senator Wade probably shouldn't have done that. There I was, uh, you know, like 19 years old or whatever, sitting in the state Senate library with all these powerful Republican and Democratic senators. And there was literally a map of Pennsylvania on the table and they were, you know, going back and forth. And it was very abundantly clear this is an inside political thing with both parties. And finally... I was getting a little uncomfortable and I said to Senator Wade's aide, you know, should I be here? And he says, actually, no. (laughs) (laughs) And it's an incumbency issue. It's not really a party issue. Yes, the meeting was thoroughly bipartisan, I I can tell you that. 
<laughs> it's all about uh, in keeping incumbency safe. And that needs to change. And unfortunately, there were bills that obviously the legislature isn't going to vote in because it directly affects them. Mm -hmm. So how do we, you know, how do we change this? This is going to be another issue that's going to go to the courts. Well, it looks like we'll even after we get past this, we have some fights ahead of us, uh, battleground here. But I want to address Krista, too. Do they send a, an email when they count my vote? Krista, what I received was an email saying they had received the ballot I mailed in, which which allowed me to know that it hadn't been lost somewhere. I don't know about counting the vote. I don't think I'm going to get an email to know that they've counted, but they received it. Right, Rajat? I mean, as far as you yes. know. Right. Yes, they let you know when it's received. She has a good point, though. I mean, that's the thing that would that makes me skittish about mailing it in. Um, it's good to know they've received it, but is it going to be counted? Uh, well, you, well, if you get a lot of texts, phone calls, and mailers the following year, it was received because you will be targeted. Exactly. <laughs> good point. By <laughs> campaigns. Exactly. All right, so... Let's talk. Let's end on just quickly on on the polls. I mean, it, it is a little disappointing again that they got so much wrong that some of these large margins that they had for even uh, Biden didn't materialize. Or did, what's up with that, Jeffrey? Do you have any thoughts? Yeah, I I, I was I mean, you're interested. From poster over there at Franklin and Marshall, right? You're from Franklin and Marshall, right? Right. Well, I was interested to hear Frank Luntz, the Republican pollster say the other day that if they got this wrong, they were going to have serious problems in the polling industry. And mm -hmm. when we had our, our podcast uh, quite a while back with Dr. Terry Madonna from the Franklin Marshall poll, I mean, one of the things we talked about is uh, the technology makes this difficult. You know, with as landlines disappear and people have cell phones, um, it's it's harder and harder to do this. And so consequently, it becomes harder and harder to get an accurate poll. Uh, I mean, this is not 1960 anymore. No, you're right, Jeffrey. But I think the other issue, too, is who are the posters? What are they doing? Not that they intentionally are biased or, or slant the questions, but sometimes we don't know our bias. And I remember even when we were talking with him in that last poll, he hadn't even asked a question about racial equality in the whole poll. Right. And that seems to be one of the top issues, at least for Democrats. It wasn't even asked in the polls. That is a to me. I, I I zeroed in on it. and I thought, well, how is this a valid poll if that's being left out? So again, we don't see sometimes uh, the gaps. I know I have gaps that I don't see, and I think posters suffer that as well. They, you know, I mean, Rajat, I don't know. Maybe what what are your thoughts on that? Well, I always said, who's you know who's being called, who's being polled. Yeah. Um, I did finally get polled this year, but it's the first time in my life. <laughs> and I voted since I was Me 18. Too. So I was what I wonder who, who is being polled, and maybe it's because of the technology. For instance, I don't have a landline, I only use my cell phone. So maybe that's why I don't get polled. Um, another thing is is and I think this is unique to Donald Trump, but uh, you know, let's be honest, he is an unpopular figure. And it's not popular. With who? To, <laughs> it's not popular to like him. And I think a lot of people, we, we always talk about that silent vote for him. And we saw that four years ago. And obviously that silent vote came out again. So not everyone is going to be open to want to support him. That's true. That's true. Um, so we have to think of that as well. You know, if this was anyone else, maybe the polls would be different. But we also have to look at the national polls 
again, were very different from the state polls. We had Pennsylvania polls showing that this race would be in the margin of error. We, yeah. Some of the state poll, polls were closer than national polls, and we still have to see, even if Donald Trump, for argument's sake, say he wins the presidency, there's still a good chance Joe Biden's going to win the popular vote. So again, the national polls could be correct. Yeah. We yeah. won't know to the votes are counted. Well, Kristen is saying she's getting calls and texts now from the Republican Party. So so they, they are finding a way to at least reach you by cell phone uh, in some cases. So anyway, I thank you guys so much. I know there's still a lot of uh, uncertainty. There's a lot of anxiety in both parties. And we're all um, Americans are, are trying to wait to see how this is all going to fool out in the days ahead. So we will probably have to have you guys coming back to offer your wisdom as we as we move ahead. Okay. Any I, thoughts for our, our, our readers to kind of guide them over these next few days, Jeffrey? Yeah, just pay attention. It's gonna be it's gonna get into the weeds, the legal weeds, very, very quickly. Mm-hmm. And um, so just hang on and pay as much attention as you can to it because it's gonna be very confusing. I don't have any doubt about this. Well, thank thank you. We'll, we'll have we'll have you here to help us make sense of it all. <laughs> yes, just just words? be patient. Uh, just be patient. There's still a lot of votes that have to come in, um, and and keep the faith of my uh, Joe Biden supporters. It's not over yet. Well, for both the Joe Biden supporters and the President Trump supporters, keep the faith. Right? Don't assume that just because the votes are coming in slow or whatever that there's any problem going on. I think that's the message. We, we want this American democracy to work for everyone. And the only way to do that is to have confidence in our institutions, in our great election officials, and in the American people. And so, people voted. Turnout was high across yes. this country. Bravo. So we all should be happy about that. People Took me an hour. Vote. Wow. Did it really? Yes. Oh, you should have voted by mail, Jeffrey. I would have no, shown I, you. I, <laughs> I enjoyed it, you know. Oh, you enjoyed it. It was a beautiful day. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was a nice day. All right. Well, you guys enjoy the rest of the day. We will be back probably at least uh, next week with uh, some, or when we know something, to have another discussion on where things stand. So with that, goodbye to our readers and viewers, and goodbye, Rajat and Jeffrey. Get back to work. Okay, count those votes.